0: with jess good, good evening david because hello craig let's get ready to rumble bringing oh. you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling no inside sources no ties to the industry just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you and now on to our topic today the legacy of Yokozuna. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. Don't forget, we're also part of the WrestleHub family, all about wrestling podcast. Catch them at the WrestleHub on YouTube and Instagram. What's going on, guys? We are coming
1: up up on the 20-year anniversary of the death of Yokozuna. Are you serious? Yeah. He died. You're gonna say it later on the notes, but he died in the year 2000 in October or something, late October,
0: the and uh, we're rapidly approaching
1: his uh, 20th anniversary of his. Death. That will
0: honestly be close to the time when this releases, yeah. That
1: 20 years? Else. What the fuck? Right? What the? F- wasn't he just world champion like five years ago, six years ago? Phil, it feels like oh. it. Two-time be yeah, w- w- champion.
2: Worse than that, like, the older you get, you realize that man was 34 when he died. And what a life he packed into 34 years, and like, yeah. psh, man. It's awful, but he packed a lot into his little short time there.
0: Awful that it was short, but it had uh, the the impact he had on the the world was pretty great. Uh, yes, even though probably as kids we didn't see it. If we're being real about it, probably one of the one of the best hills you'll ever uh, you'll ever see out there, right? Well, you kids ready to get started? Yeah, uh, Jess. Actually, why why well, Yokozuna? I think that's yeah, that's, that's an important point that's to start. Like, was uh, it's a, it was um, it's an un-
1: unorthodox I, choice. I, I think I was on the just on a YouTube kick and, you know, like one video leads to another leads to another. And then I stumbled upon the fact that we're reaching his 20 years of his passing. And so I was like, wow, like I don't we've never really talked about Yokozuna. And like he actually uh, wrestled uh, many, many big names. I don't I can't think of a prominent name that he hasn't wrestled uh, that hasn't been relevant in the last 30, 40 years in professional wrestling. He wrestled a lot of them. Um, Brett Hogan, Undertaker. You know, Stone Cold, you name it. Like he's Jeez. pretty much been Mabel. Of most people. <laughs> Mabel, uh, <Colby laughs> Mabel and him. the goats, right behind me, bro. Virgil. saw yeah. Jim Duggan.
0: Virgil, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> just a spit, I love You're it. But, but yeah, I I don't know. I just felt like it's uh, I don't know, like it. A lot of people. He's he's well regarded for sure, but I mean like it. Uh, he was really a short time, like a short time yeah. span, but he was used heavily, and I do not mean that as a pun. I mean like Vince <laughs> used him. When Vince brought him in. Vince was right. like, Yes, like this is my heel, this is my big boy. He knew this it. This is my Bundy, my Andre, my one man gang, my Kamala yep. of that generation. Yoko. That yeah. this
3: is the attraction that he always Yoko wants was, the attraction. Yes. And yeah, it was. was He was, scary he was. we'll he, talk he was, about and it and more, was but he every wasn't night,
0: right, for yeah. sure. Well,
2: yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about it in pieces. But he wasn't just a a big man that couldn't move. Like he was, no, boy he, He's almost he yeah, almost doesn't guy. get the respect that he actually deserves. He's um, so yeah, big, We'll, we'll talk about it. But so agile. Yeah,
0: but he was amazing. Yeah.
2: Hold on, guys. Like you, you read this and you're like Yokozuna. Like, but hold on. Like we're mm. gonna you'll get it. <laughs> Buckle your
0: seatbelts. That's Craig would say. Uh, born <laughs> Rodney Anoy on October second, nineteen sixty six in San Francisco, California. Most of his career was in the WWF, and he was billed from, uh, from Japan. He was actually a Samoan-American. Most people do know that. His uncles were Afa and Sika, who were what? Who were those guys? The Wild Nobody, Samoans. Nobody. Uh, the oh, Wild Samoans. You can't say that. The Wild the Samoans. Time, the first three-time WWF Tag Team Champion. That's, That's right. All, no big deal. That's right. And be, they began training him to wrestle at a very young age in 1984. He yeah. started out in Japan as the Great Kokina... Person of high regard is what that defines, too. And he would also wrestle in many Mexico promotions. His first big break was an American promotion that would come in the AWA in 1991. He was known as Coquina Maximus and billed as the biggest sumo wrestler ever. Which is funny as fuck, because when I was doing the research, I was like,
1: of course, Vince makes somebody that looks for in Japanese, because why not? But then I was like, wait a minute. They he fucking didn't were even already do that. to make him a sumo wrestler, which you don't have to be Japanese to be a sumo wrestler. However, like I just thought it was funny that he actually was tagged with that because of his size before the <clears> WWF. <throat> weird. Like really weird. How instead of just a big Samoan, they were just like, "No, he's the sumo wrestler." It's like, "Oh, okay. Like, like oh. I guess that's pro wrestling for you." That's <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right.
2: And I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the legacy of and I think that's why Vince McMahon, I think anyone that, that touches that family lineage of the uh Anawa Anoe, Anawahe, Anoid, and uh family. They right. the, well, the so okay. <laughs> there's yeah, I, I yeah, I still don't know the correct pronunciation, but um that lineage from head shrinkers to the Walt Samoans to rock to Roman Reigns to Usos to Yokozuna. Like they are just amazing workers, uh, legends. Um, I think for, for years and years and and generations to come, Vince McMahon will still sign in and help promote any of any, anyone in that bloodline for good reason. So it it always helps,
0: but, they, they they earn their due for sure. In that and they still
3: want to go with the shorter names, too, Gosh as we find
0: it. out. <laughs> well, let's get into Vince and the World Wrestling Federation. Vince McMahon contacted Rodney in 1992. He was interested in bringing in Rodney, Fatu, and Samu. They would let her become the Head Shrinkers, a very good tag team. Rakishi And Rakishi, that's right. In the fall of 1992, Rodney would debut at a dark match as Kokina in September 1st of 1992.
2: Surely. Are they all cousins, or is, is Rikishi brother with the Okusa? How's it? Does anyone well, know
1: how it works? I break it down later in the notes, but I, I it kind of briefly tells the lineage a little bit later. Okay,
0: we'll get there. Okay, sounds good. It, it, it's just like, it's, it's so like so a many. mixing pot. So Stick to the pen. Yeah. But shortly after his debut, he <coughs> all the notes, Craig, sh- shut up. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, he'd be approached with the Japanese
2: sumo wrestling character. Where is Samoa, Dave? Do we know? Is like that a uh, country or is that like a philosophy?
0: Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, i by Mr. Fuji. <laughs> Yokozuna would make his television debut on October 31st, 1992. I was probably out trick-or-treating. I don't know. Under the Japanese <laughs> flag, he would wear a mawashi or a loincloth with wrestling tights underneath, Vincent Fatu, who later became Rikishi as cousin said, felt he did not need to wear any tights underneath and wanted the spectacle of his massive thighs and buttocks exposed like a real sumo wrestler. It's so great. glad that didn't happen. It's cheese. Anyway. No. Yeah. Show me that. Show me your pants under his Stretch marks. <laughs> Rodney, however, said hell to the no on that. You know what? No, Good, no, no, no. Call, <laughs> Good call, Rodney. <laughs> oh, Good call, Rodney. Thank you, man. Thank Yeah, uh, and opted <laughs> to wear long tights uh, underneath. At the time, Rodney, later known as Yokozuna, obviously weighed close to 500 pounds, even at this young age. I'm glad that he did the long tights. Honestly, it kind of it a if you look at the house behind Dave,
1: and it's, I'm not uh, trying to be rude when he's, when he got larger in the picture behind Dave, he was closer to 600
0: pounds. Yeah. There. Right there.
1: Can you imagine the red tights being gone? I mean, honestly, it would be I don't really even know how your
0: junk's getting covered at that point. Well, not,
1: right. That. And like, he was actually taken seriously as a heel because he wore the tights under. If you take it away yeah. and you make them, not that Rikishi wasn't serious because Rikishi could work his ass off in that. Oh, yeah. But I mean, he was a comedy act. He was a dancing act with Too Cool. But because yeah, of spectacle. the fact that he was super exposed like that, Vince his that, was, a was his butt was a joke. His butt was a joke. Finally, exactly. He said he did the stink face. So I mean, like, I, yeah. Yokos like kind of in his mind's probably like, if i want to be this badass heel, I'm not going to have people laugh. I'm not going to look
3: like a joke. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would rather people fear me a little bit because of my size and stuff. And my so I think it was a good call. I'm oh, yeah. reading into it, but and I'm not saying Vince was trying to be negative. They wanted him to look like an actual sumo wrestler who does not wear long tights under. They just wear the loincloth, and that's all they wear. But, but, I mean, I think Yoko knew, like, I'm going to do kicks and shit. So, yeah. Uh, yeah do yeah. A kick You can't go 20 shit. minutes and in song, a sumo gi. So
2: like, it's right. sumo matches right. are 25 to 45 seconds long. Like, that's that, that, it. You that, cannot go 20 side, minutes right. like Yokozuna yeah. could go
1: in in that with the Yokozuna rolls and the gun standing, showing. You just can't. A standing crescent kick Yokozuna could do. And kick yeah. you right in the face. They, and, it, that would be my, very bad. Just yeah,
0: it, it, it wasn't even a true loincloth that he's wearing there. If they tried to make him wear that. I mean, maybe they had right. something better in mind before the tights came, right. but yeah. that shit wasn't uh, going to work. You know, like
2: Vince, I'm not trying to be funny. He would spend half the match tucking his testicles back in the, the loincloth. If he's
3: Sunny, where's one of your thongs to you. at, Sonny? I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna you'll go try it
1: out.
0: Oh no! Oh my Yosh came out. <laughs> oh, oh my, Dave's first. Oh, no. I love Dave. Oh no! So, uh, fuck! At, at the first pay per view for, for yeah, Yoko, it's Survivor Series of 1992. Before you even talk about first pay per view, Dave,
2: I think uh, it's what? important to talk about how he was built. And kids t- don't realize Saturday mornings like a monster. Um. Oh god!
1: How Before how
2: monsters got built and. You don't see it he today, but like you, many yeah. weeks of, of Yokozuna punishing uh, preliminary opponents yeah. with, and he had two versions of his bonsai drop, which was he would let his, he would lay on his heels, and he would let his heels go, and for weeks and weeks and weeks, you would watch this monster break the tracheas and necks of the most yeah. um, uh, farmer-tanned- uh, Journeyman workers uh, It was local a tremendous local, build yeah. You could not hide the fact He was a monster and he hurt people And it's so have, different than it is like,
0: now Do we have proof that he broke ribs and? I mean seriously oh, yeah, I, I, I would look at it and I'd go How is that how did that person not like? Did Vince Get have to injured. pay him five hundred bucks and <laughs> medical bills? Just twenty week? years like, of
2: Jess's videotapes we watched over and over on Saturday morning. I, that's what yeah. I'm
0: saying, right? But and we never we never heard what happened to those guys. Legitly, I'm, like, I'm there's only, a lot of uh, I, they
1: they released yeah. a lot of new episodes of Superstars of Wrestling on the network uh, the okay. last couple of weeks, and there's one particular one that I watched, <laughs> and it was the it it's was the Saturday fountains. after WrestleMania where he lost to Hogan, and uh, oh, and geez. that prelim. Because the whole gimmick was like, Yokozuna's is coming angry today. He wants to yeah. he, He's he I mean I For he I don't remember what date it was. He fucked this prelim up so bad. Even Liz, my wife, was like, That is that's out of line. That's and violent. I was like, no, yeah. He <laughs> fucked him up. Like there was he just pushed him. In the beginning of the match, and he pushed the prelim so hard, the prelim flew back and folded on his neck. And you could tell he he knew he had to take a bump, but he did not know that Yoko was going to run at him with that kind of pressure. And, like, this poor prelim looked at him after that going... Am I going to die? Like yeah. he was just totally like and I was like fuck. And like everything he did, the belly-to-belly suplex was harder, the leg drop uh. was stiffer, and he did that bonsai drop with heels out. And I was like, oh my yep. God. Like We used to rewind it and you can this. almost hear the prelim yeah.
2: yell, please get off, please get off. Or like help, yeah. help. Or
1: like like they could hear them speak, like fuck, please stop. Just, he bounced. He would he would do the and bounce on the opponent like with his yeah, I Yeah, honestly,
0: if, if I if I was a prelim wrestler trying to make my way up to the world of wrestling, I love it. I would look at the roster that didn't go Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking quit. I fucking quit. I'm right. Because ultimately
1: we're not bashing Yokozuna. I believe overall he was very safe. Like Dave said, he, he questioned yeah. it, but I never heard of anybody getting hurt. But I've um, never heard of anything But yeah, like uh, one false move. When you're a prelim, you know what I mean? Like, and he's going to be stiffer on you. Yeah, he's going to be stiffer on you because most people were on prelims. They were safer that with was the stars. The and, yeah, that was just their job to beat the shit out of prelims. But like, right. I don't know uh, if uh, I it would. Enhancement I think, talent. I think, yeah. yeah, I think I would be like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you guys next round. Uh, I'll skip the Yokozuna match because, man. And you know, like, I,
0: think, I, think I've, I'm, I think I'm coming down with the the flu with the shit. Yeah, it's, I, mean, I don't it's, I don't feel so hot. I, just, yeah. I don't think I can take a leg drop from a 600 yeah, pound yeah. man.
3: Just hiding it's in crazy, the stall. It's crazy, Vince. You're still going out, right? Sandy <laughs> yeah, Beach, you, your you took your shit. You're
0: you're good. awesome. He did it. The guys, the guys, guys, shit in the guys waiting in line, though. Where's <laughs> Michael Sharp? Michael Sharp needs to get out there. <laughs> <Mike> Jim <laughs> Powers, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Brawler. Come on, Brawler. Oh, Okay, quickly. How many prelims can you quickly name? Sandy Beach, Mike Sharp, <laughs> Jim Powers,
1: Sandy Beach? Dusty <laughs> Wolf. Oh, Dusty Wolf.
2: Um... Yes, you can. You uh, can pull so many of these real quickly. quickly.
1: Yeah, Dale so Wolf good. and Dusty Wolf. Dale was the Wolf. There
2: was two. There was Dale yeah. and Dusty, wasn't there? There was Barry Horowitz. Yeah. Barry, oh, yeah, Horowitz Barry Horowitz. Horowitz.
3: Was Holy shit! Wasn't he with Bob Hawley after a while? Right? No.
1: I know. Bob well, he he beat Skip. Remember, like they made him like <laughs> the.
0: He, was, like, he had a Jewish gimmick. Was Skinner, was Skinner a prelim? Uh, yeah. Pretty damn. Some cool. guys started
2: mid card and then ended up prelims, but there was guys. These guys were professional, like the Jim Powers and the.
1: Yeah. Jim Powers was a professional. Brady, Boone. Brady Boone. was a professional. Brady prelims. Boone. Fuck. Brady yes, Boone. Brady Boone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Terry Gibbs. Terry Gibbs was a the over <laughs> Terry
2: Gibbs.
0: He was a BG he actually. Was he was not a yeah. prelim.
1: So to not copy uh, the lead singer of the BGs, it was Terry Gibb. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yes, I, I believe you are correct there. Yeah. We're so we're sorry. So tangent. Bad. I thought that was. Bad. Anyway, Yoko, Yoko beat them all. He's the <laughs> series of 1992, <laughs> Yoko made his pay-per-view debut, defeating Virgil in a singles match. We no oh, all yeah, know who that was going <laughs> <Yeah, another answer laughs> to be. Another Hans
1: Patel. That must have been a close contest. Go on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they was. went
2: Broadway?
0: Dave, did they go Broadway? Yeah. Broadway. Yeah. Like, oh, I think yeah, it was yeah. it. Yeah. Was minutes? They, it a they were there. 16-minute draw. But a no? career-defining moment came at the Royal Rumble in 1993, Yokozuna would win the 30-man over-the-top rope match to earn a shot at the WWF World Championship at WrestleMania 9. I think it's the most realistic Royal Rumble when you think about it. It's well, not flashy, he was, he was but you're like, how am I going to get so this that, guy over the top? You first know? man, man to watch the us? First
1: year, that was the first year that they put that stipulation where the winner of the Rumble oh, wins. Right. Yeah, because the year the before the, the winner
0: won the title, that was Ric Flair, yeah. right?
1: Yes, in '92, Flair yep. won the title because it was Cause vacant. Yokozuna won yeah. the first Royal Rumble, where the winner, and now every year, the winner gets a shot at. Yep. Now they get to pick their champions or whatever. But back yep. then, he was the I mean, very first yeah. winner. Oh, yeah. there he goes. They
2: Like, they didn't have a huge kind of roster, but, like, it was booked for Yoko to win it. And then the, the final couple guys were, like, were Martel, Rick Martel, and Backlund. Savage was number 30. They did a very strange thing where Savage gets his final comeback. Yeah, he goes and to cover him. Elbow drop, oh, goes to right. cover him. Yoko presses him, him up. up, and then yeah, Savage. I was like, Savage, you're better than that. I don't, I don't know who booked that, but... Um, but, but it was really good, road. and it's a Seven's great. Brother. Go back and watch it because it shows how pressed, agile he, he was at ring, 450 right, pounds.
0: Right, Sorry, Dave. Right. He, he it, pressed... He, when he covered him, he pressed him out of the ring. He kicked out and threw him out the
2: ring. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's so agile. the The thrust kicks, the belly to bellies, like
0: he was special. Like I don't just know go go watch it. belly to belly suplex Yokozuna. I mean, there's very few when you think about it because the impact of it. It's it's the best, right? So. And then Yokozuna would wrestle on the first Monday Night Raw, defeating Coco Beware. Wow. <laughs> I only noted that because he, he was on the first Raw. Yeah. Yokozuna
1: was on the very first Monday Night Raw. You forget Ra, that, right? You, Did Coco you go, go when you over just oh. I, I mean, so, yes. Uh, Coco yeah. defeated him in the first yeah, and the drop. When
2: you yeah, think about early Raw moments, everyone buster. thinks about.
0: Everybody thinks about.
4: Yokozuna! Who's next?
0: Yokozuna. <laughs> because well, when you think about it's not necessarily the first one when you think about early Raw you think about one, two, three Kid beating Razor even though it's not the first Raw but that's what everybody remembers you don't <laughs> think that Yoko was on the very first Raw ever yeah so, I mean I remember Coco there. lifting Coco, right. yeah there you go Yokozuna uh, and it would be in a side feud uh, at, at the Rumble of Mania it was um, it was taped for WWE Superstars that Hacksaw Jim Duggan would challenge Yokozuna that he'd be the <laughs> first man to knock him off his feet now You got to think about this for a second. No one's talking about beating Yokozuna yet. (laughs) They're just like, I'm going to be the guy that takes you off your feet. If this is not the biggest heel build, probably in WWF history, that's televised, right? That's got the raw versions and and Saturday morning wrestling. I can't think of one. I'm going to be the first guy to knock you off your feet. And granted, it is Hacksaw. We all know Hacksaw. But he
1: almost rewound time, in my opinion. It's funny because it was everything it was he the hill took chase, the qualities right? to build Yokozuna. He took the qualities that Hogan did to defeat Giants his entire career. True. Hogan, every Hogan match against Bundy, Gang, <clears throat> Kamala, Andre, will whoever off uh, was just like, yeah, Hogan punching them and oh them doing my. the oh, oh, like, you know, and then finally Hogan will get him down or slam him. And that was a big deal. That was Hogan's whole. That was his story from the beginning of the match to the end. Vince is like, wait a minute. I'm going to do that in his career. I'm going to start, you know, this, and then I'm going to make an angle where someone can knock him off his feet. Then I'm going to make another angle where someone will slam him, and we'll get into yeah. that. And then you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's so it's weird. It's like he took a Hulk Hogan match, but it stretched it out to four years. Like, it was kind
0: of it's, it's, cool. It's, it's really impressive it. when you think yeah. about it. It's really impressive. It's, it is it is the long game here. It, it's the heel game it's, that it's, rarely it's you see in, in go go WWE at this time. Go so.
1: Dare I say this though? He had the freedom to do this because there was no Hulk Hogan saying "I'm beating him true. next month," right? Like because that would have been—I've always thought God Yoko would have made so much fucking money with Hogan in the '80s, and he would have, but it would have ended with it would have been brief. Yeah, well, it would have been like stops. a nice six-month run to a year because yeah. they were able to do feuds like that back then with less TV and more sure. house shows. But I mean, yeah, like, that's true. H- it would, it would have ended with the slammy poo and a leg droppy poo. That's what it would have ended with. And, yeah. so, and Yoko, I'm God, sure, Yoko would have been would have really And it almost did, him, right? Yeah. WrestleMania
2: 9, it almost did end him. And if Hogan wasn't yes. on his way out. Yeah, it might have. If continued. he didn't get the receipt like the King of the Ring
1: win, yes. he just would have like made his way back down the he, car. But yeah, he avoided the Hulkamania bullet for sure. And like it's, it's, it's good here because they were... Yeah, well said. They were trying to find their face here. They didn't have a Hogan anymore. I mean, they did briefly. Well, Dave will get into that in a second. Yeah, but they didn't really have a Hogan anymore. So you were left with mortals. And by that, I mean, like Brett, uh, you know, like uh, Luger to a certain extent. He was a big dude. But I mean, mean, they were mortals compared to what we had been taught that Hogan was eight years before. So Vince actually got to groom a heel here, not just a six month program. So, you know, Hogan can pose. It was a, I can actually fucking stretch this man out and like craig said hulk kind of comes and almost fucks that shit up but i mean like he vince actually got to play a little bit oh my god i had five of these guys in the 80s yeah. and i just fed them to hogan because he was my money maker but now i can actually take one guy
0: yeah, Andre, bundy and, and that and has one. all the
1: qualities he has a quality of andre he has a quality of bundy he has a quality yeah. of one-man gang and i can actually stretch him because the only faces i have to face him are a washed up macho man no offense um, you know, Bret Hart, who's 5'11", 36 foot. Uh, I have these guys that actually will struggle with this massive monster. I don't have yeah. a hero that I have to kill the monster within six months. And I'm 300 hundred pound. He, yeah, he long knows long.
2: they it's came dope. from a, uh, he comes from a great family. He can go. He's agile like a cat at his weight. Like he's just so different than a guy who deserves to climb the mountain, get beat by someone and then, and run uh, yeah. just I'm glad that uh, we're on a Hogan route
1: here because I feel that if Hogan never left in 92 and stayed the whole time, I don't know if we would have seen Yoko truly develop into what he could be done. Hogan would have been like, brother, let's just get he's my opponent at Mania 9. I slam, I win. You know what I mean? It could have easily been that. And Yoko could have just been another Mm -hmm. mid-carter and been fine, I'm sure, for a while. But like it, like, I'm glad he had a chance to be this heel coming out of the Royal Rumble that people were like. Who the fuck's legitly gonna yeah. beat this guy? We'd <laughs> seen Andre. Andre was seven feet tall, you know, or plus, and five hundred pounds. But Yoko wasn't tall, but he the the weight that he carried in his thighs and hips was like a fucking spectacle. And then yeah. when he does a standing a big, kick, mean you're guy. like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Like, this guy can stand and kick you in the face. We
2: respected him
3: back then in 1993. Yes. From, we from we knew he, he was had job. Yeah. he was really believable. I was like, holy oh, shit! Like, you know, that guy's and, fucking mean. I want to yeah. see the Bret Hart's of the world beat him.
0: And then, yeah. you take, and then you take that into an actual bit of symbolism, because guess what? In 1993, on addition of superstars, Duggan does succeed in knocking Yoko off his feet. But all you do is poke the bear on that one. Yoko would pre- get pretty upset, attack him, and crush him with four bonsai drops, crushing Go Duggan's ribcage, according to the storyline. Then he drapes the American flag over Duggan's body when he delivers that fourth bonsai drop. Just... It's literally Japan crushing the U.S. of A. at that moment. Yeah. The symbolism there is quite relevant, and and people in the crowd were like really noticeably upset. I mean, this was people were freaking out, and this was on. Like you're talking about superstars, and uh, this, this uh, they, was they did. Uh,
1: <laughs> I want to say they put a blood capsule in Duggan's mouth, and he spit up blood. Like I'm being serious. Like so, there was levity to it. Like they took a oh, good. It's like, dude. I was like, wow. Like, was yeah, this like, the setup to Luger? Is that what this was? No, this was a setup. This is before Mania Nine. This is the, oh wow. In yeah, between, the whole right. Yeah, yeah. to kind of warm you know Yoko up. Keep keep Yoko red hot and villainous for Brett. Okay. In kind of WrestleMania Nine.
0: Yeah, and speaking of WrestleMania Nine, Yoko Zuna would actually defeat Bret Hart to win his first yeah. WWF yeah. World Championship. Yeah. He, he threw something
4: right in his eyes, and look, the referee could not the see. The did not see that another illusion. It, it, oh. That's a body. Look at this. Hooks the oh. we got a new he debuted, got- by the way, on pay per view in
1: 1992 in November. And he defeated Bret Hart in April of '93 for the world title, yeah. and then held it for the next
2: ten years. Thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, <laughs> uh, on wrestling,
1: and nothing happened all after that it. nothing happened after that. Um, fruitful run. No one
0: fucked with it at all. Yeah, surprise, at all. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this would be the shortest reign of a WWF champion. Oh my bad, seconds. I was wrong. Sorry. Similar ahead, to Dad. Andre's reign in 1988, which would only last seconds as well. Um, this is the infamous Jess running out of his uh, house, almost yeah. breaking his screen At door the process.
1: At the time, <laughs> At yeah, the time I loved Hogan. That's now your I boy, Jess. I'm like, Explain that. Bad. But We're I'm talking I did. about a lot. But, yeah. yeah. 1993, Jess ran the... Fu- I think I told everyone in my living room to fuck off and die, and then I ran out of the... Because everybody else hated Hogan except for me. Which now I look back, I'm we like were all like, like "What? Is, what yeah. just happened? Why does he fucking beat everybody?" <laughs> yeah. and so, so I after, ran out of my. After
0: living. cheating to defeat Bret Hart, Mr. Fuji would get on the mic and challenge Hogan. You are my Yokozuma? You know, and yeah, an like, a Championship match. Hogan accepted, and and he ducked it when Fuji threw the assault at him, which he just frequently just just you know, very really recently threw at Bret to, to have Bret lose and causing to go in the eyes of Yokozuna, Hogan would deliver a clothesline and drop the leg to win his fifth WWF Championship black eye and all. Really um, guess what? He didn't slam him though, no. damn it. Brother. Didn't have it, brother. Um,
2: brother. Didn't need to. What a bunch of shit.
0: Yeah, Yoko gave him that oh. black eye when he
3: figured out he was going to fucking
4: over. job the Hogan up man. Hogan knocks Fuji down! Hogan down!
1: Everybody brother, was everything was no fine. nothing to see Brody, No, brother, everybody was fine
0: Yeah,
4: I
1: so, swear you're gonna get your win back. <laughs> obviously,
0: <laughs> obviously <laughs> caught behind the scenes. My word is my bond, brother. Yokozuna was protected in the storylines by claiming the match was not official since there was no contract signed between he and Hogan. A rematch was scheduled for the first ever WWF King of the Ring pay per view on June 13th of 1993, and he would defeat Hogan. With the help of an exploding camera, I hate that. Indeed,
3: by the way, so uh-huh.
0: this in the archives, <laughs> right, Jess? To win his eye, for an eye brother, right, <laughs> Harvey <laughs> Um That's how I'm going to lose. <laughs> to win his Road. second WWF title after the match, he this would was some a that was some Schrager knockable bullshit. Jess,
2: just, just going to quickly how that
1: ended. So Hogan can't just like get you know salt <laughs> in the eyes because they they're already obviously building Yoko for that right. <laughs> Hogan beats Yoko by letting it backfire. First, Yoko beats Brett salt to the eyes. Okay. Hogan foils it at WrestleMania 9. Yoko loses. Fucking bring the salt back sense, and do it brother. again. Like, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Instead, they had a photographer that was dressed up. Harvey Wimpleman, who was behind the costume, was never meant to be exposed as Harvey Wimpleman. It was supposed to be a Japanese cameraman that Fuji and Yoko paid Why off. Why couldn't you just get real a real Japanese Which is racist man. when
0: you
2: think about That's it. That's weird. Looking back now.
1: Yeah, because really they had is. other actual you... Japanese cameramen around the ring, but that yeah. one just had a Fu Manchu beard on. No, I'm not even shitting you. Like no? a Fu yeah. Manchu beard or whatever. <laughs> They're like, dress Harvey up. Because he apparently Harvey Wimpleman is the only one that could operate a fake fucking camera that explodes. Japanese um, people cannot operate that shit. They don't know what they're doing. So um, Vince was like, "The only person I can go to is Harvey." And he comes yeah. in. And he's like, "Do you need me to do the camera thing?" He's like, "You read my mind." And they fucking went out there and did it. And that's why Hogan. Hogan had a fire shoot out of a camera, and then Yoko dropped the leg on Hogan, which that's is a kind of Well, the
4: these it's pictures are so good. Oh my god! What was that? This camera exploded. What the- right in Hogan's face. His camera exploded in Hogan's face. Yokozuna drops a leg on Hogan. Yokozuna holds leg two. Yokozuna. We got a new champion. We got a new champion. What the hell happened? Obviously, his camera exploded. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to Howard Binko for the official decision.
0: opinion and but not, uh, not only that he would deliver the bonds i dropped to hogan wherever and i, I think i want to say Heenan's back there going, hogan mania is dead yeah Heenan and he was just going to make another movie it's all good brother <laughs> it's all and, gravy
1: and go to wcw about a year later
0: brother oh that's right he wasn't he was me doing like that, that brother i'll show you no he yeah, was I'm doing bunker. that tv show what was the tv show i'll start the nwo brother
1: uh, thunder and paradise
0: so oh, he was yeah. going away to do thunder and paradise series <laughs> And then WCW snagged him at that point. Skinny Hogan, brother. <laughs> Skinny, best shape of his life, brother. I'm telling you, yeah. yeah really- now back on track. Yokozuna would continue to be the top heel in the promotion. He would challenge anyone to slam him. He would hold event. I'm sorry, hold an event on the USS Intrepid where anyone from wrestling or any other sport for that matter could attempt to slam the now 550 pound <laughs> Yokozuna. Jesus. Also, they would have to, on a certain date, oh, no, which is the 4th of July, everyone failed to slam the monster until, oh, out of the clear, blue American sky, Lex (laughs) Luger, fresh off his heels of the narcissist gimmick, which we're like, when did that end? We didn't even know. We're like, wearing red, white, and blue tights um, and a polo shirt, stood nose-to-nose with Yoko because Yoko wasn't that tall, in the middle of the ring, Yoko charged him with Luger moving out of the way. Then after hitting him with that forearm, which we all know, had that plate in there, brother. It's loaded. know, yeah, it's loaded. loaded. It's been loaded for years since that a accident. Weapon? Yeah. And Luger actually body where, slammed. where he put all the steroids. The yeah. stunned <laughs> Japanese sumo wrestler. The crowd went crazy. This whole publicity stunt was pulled yeah. off to perfection. Yokozuna also added Jim Cornette as the American representative to accompany he and Fuji to the ring going forward. Prepare!
4: Prepare, yes! For the slam! Prepare for the attempt! And the look of intensity in his eye told the whole story. And then from there it happened, the 550 pounder charge! Luger, ducking out of the way, nailing Yokozuna with a six inch steel plate in the forearm and from there, yes! Yes! It was unbelievable!
1: I, and can I say, you know, a lot of people don't. Uh, Jim Cornette's very active on social media and controversial and everything sure. nowadays. But, you know, wi- widely, I think it's regarded that Bobby Heenan's the greatest manager that ever lived. I um, believe that. But honestly, like I, if Cornette is very close. Oh, this is a hot take, by the way. Yeah, he's Cornette no, he's is really, really good. good. He was really good. Andre or oh, Andre uh, Heenan. Had a bigger role. He managed heavyweight yeah. champions, and that's different. Heenan like toured with Hogan and made the crowd pop because Hogan would finally get his hands on him at the end of the match, and Heenan would barely escape. Or Hulk would, you know, atomic drop him, and he would fucking fall and put a neck brace on and be like, "He hurt my neck." Like so, Heenan was so good. Heenan got a chance to work with the tippity top guys. I mean, Heenan was on the main event level with Hogan, Andre, you know, Bundy, all those guys. I'm not shitting on Cornette, but Cornette never really met until this point. He never really managed a top singles wrestler. Cornette had always managed tag teams like the mega popular and legendary Dynamic Dudes, uh, and then also yeah. the Midnight Express, which legitimately that's the legendary tag, right? Time. But but um, regional, like never a huge like, national but, presence. But like Cornette yeah. was known, his promos, his you wanted to kill him. And like Cornette was so good in there. And so I was was happy. I was a fan of Cornette coming from NWA WCW. And uh, when he went into WWF here, he actually owned Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So Vince kind of threw him a bone and would kind of lend him talent. So that's why Jim Cornette surfaced here. But I was, I loved the pairing. Jim Cornette, a lot of people don't talk about him. I, if you say, Jess, who's your number two manager? I'm like, it's gotta be Jim Cornette. Like he's, He's very good at commentary. He's very good on the mic. He's amazing. He's just like a Bobby Heenan where you want to be like, I want that motherfucker to die. Can someone fucking get him? Like, it's awesome. I I was happy to see him here because finally he got to manage a heavyweight charge. a, A guy that was the champion and the top guy, and he fit right in with Fuji. It was just like this little weasel piece of shit. Like getting in there with a Japanese, he's American, but he's like, oh, I'm representing this guy because you guys don't know how to treat him. You there's guys nothing, don't know how to. Tre- yeah, this nothing, talent, nothing, this nothing man, more like, healed you know. than
0: an American sympathizer for wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's and nothing. more rate,
1: There's there's uh, you know, I know that's a bold statement to say there's a lot of great managers and I'm not trying to shit on anybody. No. You know, Jimmy Hart, course, the Grand course, Wizards, there's a lot of managers hey. that were very
0: good. Cornets Cornets on the ma- on the monument man He, he was did. unapologetic He
2: he he could have I gone further in his career than porn. he did cuz he didn't take shit You can see right now how he kind of still isolates people and still says their own thing and it doesn't matter but his love for the business and his passion and oh, his yeah. memorabilia collection like and dude, the dude his memory, I will, he,
1: his memory and everything and like the shitty he's amazing like he yeah, really is amazing I will always He's the only dude I've ever seen actually fall from the scaffold that I oh, remember. Jesus. And he's
2: a manager, a skinny yeah, guy that busted his both out. his Nobody legs. Do it, yeah, he had his balls and his stories of pulling his the gun balls? on people what? and his fearlessness. Like, <laughs> oh, respect. I think he's crazy now and I think he has the wrong takes on a lot of things. Um, but respect all props in the world to him like and he loves the business and he's all he's ever done was love it and wants to respect it that's why like yeah he wants to preserve
1: it i mean he goes overboard to 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 bitch about how he wants everything old school and i know he's going the other way but he's doing it because you know you got to do that sometimes if he loves it yeah, on a scale of one to ten, if you need someone at a seven or an eight, you're gonna push for a ten, knowing they're gonna fall to a seven or eight, right? I mean, that's like yeah. basic management. But like, so cornet's like that. He's like, dude, I gotta over push the old school because some of this new school shit is so flippity dippity and so high spot heavy. It's like mm. you you gotta you gotta push hard and knowing that, you know, even if it influences state yeah. product a little bit, the old school, you're happy with it, The right? fundamentals, like, so, yeah, yeah. The old school. Yeah, yeah. the fundamentals. And because I
2: cut nice you cool. off. Can you talk about Cornette? Don't fuck you
1: guys.
3: Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> it's all, it's all good. Oh, um, I said that you have to at least put him on the top four, even if you're not going to pick him as number two. Right? Yes, at least be on Cor- our top Cor- four. Cornett's
0: and yeah, he's he's on. He, yeah, he's on it.
3: He's Same on thing like Yoko. Number. He got he as a kid from that perspective. I wanted to watch someone kill mm-hmm. Jim Cornette. I hated him. Yeah, 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 kid, that's, and that's from the Matt's job. That is the job. Love he now. did his job. That was his so job. On he on did top it. Four. So
0: with Luger as the new American baby face out of nowhere and Yokozuna as the evil heel Japanese dominant world champion, the stage is set for the main event of SummerSlam of 1993. with the added stipulation that this would be Lex Luger's only world title match as long as Yoko was the champion, it seemed like Vince and company would have Luger defeat the monster and become that new WWF champion. But instead, Luger would only win by countout. Rather than him being upset that he blew his only opportunity to win the world title, the baby face emptied his locker room and hoisted Luger on his shoulders and acted like he did win the world title. Jess, uh, what was Luger's, Luger's song
2: through this whole thing? What I'll was the montage song? Your,
0: it was the, I'll be your
1: hero! Yes, that's what it
0: was, I'll, I'll be your hero. the Lex
1: Express. So first
2: of Piece all, of
0: me, shit. the Lex Express has There's become a joke. There's a lot to unpack here, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yes. The Lex Express has become a joke, but let me tell you something. It was not. It was smart. It was running wild. And it, it, worked. Hey, lose it Vince loses Hogan. I know people bitch about Brett. Brett should have been fucking. And I'm not disagreeing with you looking back. But at the time, Luger looked like a goddamn million dollars. Luger always did. I always feel that there should have been a time that NWA slash WCW should have fucking put the rocket on Luger when he was faced before they finally did. And they turned him heel. Luger was getting massive face reactions in WCW. and yeah, NWA. Was. Luger. I mean, Flair lost a hundred times that fucking world title of his and mm-hmm. Luger could have been one of those people. And we could have ridden a Luger wave for like six months to a year of people cheering the shit out of Luger. You didn't have to be an amazing worker to be champion. God damn it. And, but flair and them, you know, they, yeah. their belief, you know, was like in a Jim Cornette influence, by the way, back in NWA WCW was like workers are our champions. Workers are this workers are that. And I get it because you want to respect the business and people in it. But what brings in the monies the wing, is, is the, the Hulk Hogan's who Hulk Hogan's a smart worker, by the way. And that's what separates him from Luger is Hogan actually could work within yep. his talent limits. Luger was boring and a stiff in there, but he had a lot of momentum. You fucking put this title on him. You put him in a bus for fucking two months.
0: Boys jacked.
1: He tours yeah, every he fucking <laughs> country. He's a freaking, you put a stipulation that on the weird. contract that if Luger doesn't win, this is his only world title that he will yeah, get. Long fucking do it. Yoko well, can beat him back in a few months. I, it's quiet. I, mean, I got
0: to tell you, there's a, a, that's, that's what I wanted, to, I wanted to kind of preface this out for you, Jess. I know it's not in the notes, but this is the question. We all say they lose faith in, in Luger, but could you argue that they just looked at Yoko and said, "This"? I don't think we're done yet.
2: Right, isn't the story that he blapped his mouth, or is that just uh, bullshit? uh, I think
0: it's. uh, I want to say Luger's.
1: Luger's debunked that. I want to say Luger's like, no, I didn't. Like, I was never planned to win the world title. It was always Brett. Okay. It was always Brett beating Yoko in the main event to get revenge for Mania Nine. Yeah, it was always that. Luger was like, yeah. I never I it never just makes no like sense for the effort they put into Lex and that bus, though. That's so not say, Vince. I think because it is, though, it is Vince. And I'll tell you why. And, and I understand what you're saying. I get why you think that. But that was I, it is Vince because Vince is Vince until business is bad. Recently, this week uh, when we're recording this, he's released the sixty numbers. fucking people. It's not because wow. they're hurting in business; it's because he's paying yes. creatively. Because Monday yes. Night Raw's dropped down to a one point seven million dollars. Yes, million in the race. if the house shows are down and, 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 and yeah, yeah. on on that bus and tour, it's they're over. Not doing, yeah, yeah they are not doing house shows right now. But I mean, like you get my point. Is like back then wrestling itself was on a decline from the end of 92, all the way through to like 97. They were, they were trying to cat. They were trying to find the bottom, right. To stop it from falling. So like, he was like, I need Luger. And when Luger didn't work because of his booking, that's why Luger didn't work. He's like, well, people are cheering Brett more and kind of booing Luger now. So let's switch gears. Let's go back to Brett. Yeah. And I think that was Vince's Vince until, the money starts to slip and then Vince is like, Fuck, yeah, we need and something that, right now. That's true. He, the, always, that he always tracks
2: point, point, the house but, shows you know, that I mean, the Lex Express yeah. was not working with the house shows uh with the ratings. He would pivot. That's a very good point. Like I trusted and, Brett was going to stay. But, but I Brett's think fine. that yeah. I
1: think that it was working fine enough to where he should have beat Luger. Or he should have beat Yoko. Excuse me. He should have beat Yoko for the title at Summerslam. Luger, Yoko's a heel, and he's five hundred and fifty pounds. He could get his heat back. It's no. If oh, he yeah. got his heat back from Luger in thirty seconds to Hogan at Mania Nine, he'll get his Lugi. fucking heat back from losing to Luger. It's fine. Like you know, and, and and but I Vince just got scared. I think he was like, no, no, maybe to Dave's point, I got to keep this monster big because I don't think Luger's my guy. But you know what? Yeah. L- you want to know what it was? Luger's not my Hogan. And you're never gonna find that until what like comes along. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing with organic. He only needed the PR win. He for did it with to win that later, night right?
2: to be on the nightly news. And then to your right. point, he could have beat it back next pay per view a couple weeks America, later. You right? only need that nightly yeah. PR hit right. after right. SummerSlam. God bless America. You know right. What I mean? That's like, all yeah, you it, needed. Like that would have
0: like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, worked. It seems like it would have paid off. I don't know. Who who knows what would have happened. And Yoko beats him back at
1: Survivor Series or fucking Royal Rumble. It's fine. Maybe or there was, was something like match. he just Luger yeah. could or, not or prove or his yes, loyalty. Dave, yes. You build up a raw match a couple months later. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Even better. Yeah. there, mm. there like, was. I bet that, there was uh, something where Luger could not prove his loyalty. Later, like, but I remember thinking when Luger won my count like, up there and they literally, mar- it, it was almost like Vince on purpose was booking him to piss us off. Because, like, Luger knew what the stipulation was. Luger beats him by count-out. Wasn't even disappointed that he won by count The locker room empties like he won the uh, the Olympics, the gold. And they lift him up, and Luger's all, <laughs> well, like, when you, like you, you're fucking with stupid. With the exception like, of the fluke
0: with Hogan, that's the only time Yoko's ever really lost in an actual right. match, right? Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be a big but, deal.
2: That's why I think it's a pivot, though. Like, the it was all
0: there except for the pin. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, the that's a weird thing about it. It's, it. It truly brings up a lot of questions I still don't think are truly answered. Luger was right, on the handshake deal. Yeah, trust right. him. So, uh, Lex wants right, so to talk, talk about uh, future maintenance. Later the the year, Yoko would flew, uh, feud with Luger in tag matches and at Survivor Series of 93, Yoko's team would lose to Luger's team in a traditional Survivor Series match. Who was in those... Matches. Uh, I
1: want to say it was Luger, the Steiner brothers, and Undertaker against. Yeah.
0: Yes. Against yes, Yoko,
1: Yoko Ludwig Borga. Ludwig Borga and Ludwig Borga. I think Ludwig, hit. the Ludwig, greatest Borga Borga and Yoko. the the Quebecers. But I think Ludwig Ooh, got replaced. Problem. Ludwig got replaced at the last minute, and Crush <laughs> got
0: put in. No, well, Ludwig that, was that, in there. Crush, yep. Yeah. Fuck you, Crush. Yeah. You lost it for us, Crush. Dick. Yeah. Wait, was Crush replaced him. Yeah, on the
1: <laughs> he, on the no, Crush was heel.
0: Uh, well, and they just they just purple turned and silver completely ma- to makeup.
2: So this was the beginning that. of Undertaker and Yoko like a double yes. count out towards the end. Yeah, uh, yep. it was Ludwig and Luger that left that's in the that, ring. To your yes. point, yes, I want the two Hawaiians
0: uh, together. Going that's to crush that's and that's a casket match at the Royal Rumble '94 between Yoko and Taker. But there's a great moment.
2: uh A recent, sorry, Dave. There's a uh, in in Undertaker's. Um, Last this ride. year, and it's been so incredible to hear Undertaker's words and to hear him talk about his 30 years in the business. Like, there's so much um, diamonds to, to mine. And he talked about how much he loved Yoko in an interview with Corey Graves. And he talked about how seeing his first match in his first house show, he said to Vince, please, please, please let I, me work with this guy yeah. first. The notes and Vince wanted here, him yes. to work.
1: I, 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 I saw the same interview, and I put that in the notes here because yeah. he wanted to be Yoko's first program. Yeah, ever on the big stage.
2: Yeah, but instead it was like the year guy is here, and then Giant Gonzalez comes walking down the hall, oh, and Undertaker no, no admits no in this interview Yoko with back. Corey Graves, he's like, it's gonna he's one time. of the reasons I left WCW is because I didn't want to work with Giant Gonzalez, and yeah. now you're making me. Work with so Ryan he Go. became <laughs> him and Yoko were close backstage crew, uh, besties forever. He got choked Those up talking about you, him like, wow. um, get that name right. Great feud, Yoko and gotcha Undertaker. Uh, yeah, continue. Mark,
1: sorry. Mark, you don't want to work with uh, Giant Gonzalez?
0: Come here for a second.
3: So, yeah, well, <laughs> fucking <laughs> <lie. laughs> why? Well, you want last West, ride whoa. documentary? You son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, so he wanted that first push, but it didn't happen that way, right? So he kept taking in the middle of the car to work with, uh, and you know, with Luger, Yoko, and, and Brett at the top. Um, but I, I just got to say that when you saw this <laughs> casket, you knew <laughs> who was losing. It was, so it, was it a big, fat, wide cast. So it was wide. the biggest casket you ever saw. But, that's true. He didn't lose. What? He didn't he lose. He
3: was supposed to. What
0: are you trying to say? But
3: the rematch. Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> with Chuck Norris. Yeah. So the Wait, was finish it, was that saw, the, Okay. What?
0: Sorry. Uh, Go unwind ahead, the Chuck Norris piece. <laughs> so the finish we'll saw a number there. of top heels come out of the locker room and help Yokozuna destroy the Undertaker. After stuffing him in the casket to win the match, Yokozuna began to wheel the casket to the back until smoke started coming out the sides. What? Up on the video screen was the Undertaker who appeared to be talking from inside uh. the casket. He said, blah, blah, blah. Read the, the notes. Like an <laughs> uh. <clears throat> I'll be back. <clears throat> you got me. <laughs> and the, and the
1: <clears throat> read the notes. Exactly how they're written. It, I'm reading around. the
0: notes as they're written. And then he fucking floated out of the arena. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is garbage.
3: This has got to be it. And the
4: Undertaker, ladies and gentlemen, is not moving. Men are outside around the casket. Look at, look at Yoko Zuna. The Undertaker oh, yeah. built this casket himself. What I think he's just done is oh, build oh, himself that's a that's extra large house. That's it. There's the lock. That's it.
0: Uh, so hey, a on fun, the...
1: uh, fun uh, side note. Do you know who was dressed in the Undertaker costume that actually floated out of the building on cables? Crush? Nope. Who? Marty Jannetty.
0: <sighs> oh, that guy, gets, uh, that like guy, that guy, guy always guy. finds a job <laughs> somehow. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> there's really is someone in the casket. I think. I, I think oh, no. I
3: mean, this was. Okay. Let's go
0: check out the casket.
3: I know I we're supposed, supposed
0: to. a horrible joke, but I just. I just yeah. I
3: know, know, so know we <laughs>
1: uh, I know we're supposed to honor Yokozuna, but I. One of the worst moments ever as a fan was the it ending is. of this match stupid. I never bought into the Undertaker's character up to this point. I hated no, the dead no, man. Not and here. I, I would learn you later always, you always hate him. him. You did. Uh, yeah, I yeah, We did. I we really did. hate him. I, not as a person, but I hated the dead man gimmick early. Yeah. And so I, the match was good. I loved it. I love the pairing. It makes sense that Yoko finally takes on Taker. They do the double the cheat thing. They get him stuffed in the casket. Yoko doesn't lose. He retains a title. This motherfucker Undertaker <laughs> was legitly injured for a while, so he had to take some time off and recoup some injuries. They make him float out of the fucking building, like, and I get, I still get so mad. It's dumb. Go back and watch. It's dumb. I'm not even mad anymore. It I'm is mad. dumb. Like you go back and watch the Royal Rumble '94. It's the stupidest shit. You're However, dumb. Yes. Well, However, you're dumb later him and kane would train lightning battles i don't know how that yeah up, that was Lou. stupid i mean I uh, seriously yeah. this this was the kind of stuff where we, we would if go I had a to non-wrestling fan in the room and they watch this shit they'd be like "Why be like, you what, watch is this shit? what is your problem what is wrong with
3: well, you. Actually, yeah actually the thing is what was funny was back here at this age i i still believed a lot of it was real yeah and i remember that i actually remember this moment very specifically because i think you let me borrow the tape and uh was there vomit on it no, <laughs> but I remember thinking to myself as then a it kid, wasn't like, my tape. I started questioning, you know, <laughs> the realism of wrestling when I saw that moment. This that was moment the moment, right huh? Wow. Yeah. But I still then went back to believe it was real for a long up until time, like 1970. Like, like, right.
1: on the screen and they, they did the, 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 the in purple cushions because you got to see the inside of the casket when, you know, they were doing the match. Yeah. And so Undertaker's on the big screen. He's like, fear not, blah, blah, blah. And he I'm said whatever he back, said. Man. I'm going to go away for a while. rehab injuries. This shit's rough. And so but he, he, he did and I was like, already right then, before they did what they My did, patel- I was like, I was like, oh, fucking, uh, camera coffin, fucking bullshit! I was already mad at that. And then they <laughs> float him out of the fucking building, and I was I mean, like, I hate everything about this. Like I, back then, I was like Jim Cornette. I was like, motherfuckers, this is not yeah. fucking wrestling. I was so but mad. Like this is not cornette. wrestling, man. Well, yeah. Well, to, the to, to your point,
0: we we've talked about Taker. We've talked about booing him in house shows. <laughs> and making kids cry, and we're, we're terrible people, but this was why. This was the kind of shit that would just make you so mad. You're like, why are you doing this? I guess, looking back,
1: Hogan hulking up was ridiculous. I was okay. just... Telling, I was gonna it push is. back on that, just the same thing. It's like I Rocky finding the
0: inners, bro. Undertaker
1: was a dead version Hogan of Hogan. Hogan didn't float out basically. of the it's, building, It's whatever bro.
2: connects with you, right? And it, it depends on how old you are. Yeah, like, right. even today, yeah, like, you were younger, there's The you segment... I think that's in a very important point that cuz said it's like that moment for him was like, Oh it was. no, this, this is kind of getting bullshit. But like, there's that point where like people, if you're, people are booing this kind of bullshit. Like Hogan's the same thing. Like if you're in the right wheelhouse and he's always trying to build new fan base and take people along with him, yeah, and did, have bro. that like little stretch of like
3: supernatural, like whatever, and stretch that limit. Like, well for Hogan, you heard, you heard that, right? What was, what was the match where you started hearing the boos? Um, Hogan, or Sorry, not the booze, but when you saw him lost at, against Warrior, right? You saw yeah. some people jumping in the back. Oh, background. that early. Okay. Yeah. But, well, yeah no, yeah. I'm trying to say those people were probably the ones who were like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I hate this stupid shit. There's always a but change. But sure like 44
2: year olds watching during the Hulkamani Pierre was like, this Hulk oh, is stupid. The yeah. future is savage and Warrior. Like, <laughs> Like, we are no different than the dudes yelling at Cena with right. the kids like an earshot. Like, exactly. it's just this down his throat, guys. Like,
3: it's okay. like, it's just the same yeah. period. He's appealing and to the same Gennady different And then fucking people. flew out of there.
2: It's an algorithm. Fucking wrestling's <laughs> 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 an
0: algorithm.
3: An algorithm. Like, Vince, yeah, like, man. Man, so I was Gennady's knocked out the whole time. talking about? Vince, what are you talking Vince, about? about, you. Talking about you just
0: went up there. So, no, <laughs> someone came up behind me get chloroform yeah. in my fucking face. <laughs> and on that on that same, pay-per-view, I thought that was you going is, out of the building. It is needed to be noted that uh, Bret Hart and Lex Luger would spill over the top rope at the same time, making them co-winners at the Rumble uh, of that same pay per view. That's very important because what happens WrestleMania in WrestleMania 10 is that Yoko has to defend his title Russell's twice.
2: Twice that fat dude yeah. wrestles twice, and I just want to I'm say that that you, bro, that Roll Rumble ending could have gone so wrong, but it really did work. Those both feet kind of. Uh, it they seemed to right. hit, or yes. they managed to make it look I, like it. I love oh the man. ending,
1: but my the funny thing is so funny is like <laughs> is like it, you, when I, I <laughs> this is me this is me booking from twenty twenty like back, and I'll fully I fully admit this, that this. I I was doing the notes and I was like, <laughs> like I stopped after I typed the rumble notes. I was like, why the fuck didn't they just restart the rumble and fucking let him do five minutes? <laughs> yeah, like and let it fucking win a winner. They did that with Cena and Batista, like in the five when you overthink conflict. it it's stupid and, and you're right d- it did not lead to the first triangle match either no. by the way which you would think okay it's a triangle match like at Mania it's the first ever no yeah. they did a Bay coin in. flip and then it was like a mini tournament but to make things even since Luger won the coin flip Brett had to fight Owen which I'm glad we got but yes. like yeah. I'm I, Underrated. When, in when our, you think in our of the archives, logistics right? about it, you're like, "Why the fuck did yeah. any of that happen?" Like, by, by so the they way, both tied. Just, all the refs fought. Why couldn't Jack Tunney? So or, or why didn't they just restart the, the rumble? Yeah, that's come out perfect. and be like, uh, "Here's the deal. It was a tie. Ding, a, ding, ding, ding. Fight." Uh, there you go.
0: And then the next yeah. person to throw him over would fucking they win. They did it, they did like, it with well, they Brett did. and Sean Iron Man too, right? Yeah, ding, they, ding, didn't ding, yeah they didn't do any of again. it. Right,
1: right. And like yeah. so they didn't do any of that. And like look, I was typing I it can't up figure out like, what the Why the fuck did they just restart the match? It makes no sense. They'd be like, well, if it's a tie, we don't have a fucking winner. We gotta do a coin flip on Raw. Like it was so but ridiculous. Like it was so But stupid. to Jess's
0: point, WrestleMania WrestleMania. But to Christ's uh, point, it 10, was a yeah.
1: greatly booked and timed event. It was Yeah, awful. it was
0: well done. And and we get a quite I a gym in that on this opener paperback. at WrestleMania ten with, with the brother versus brother match. It is a fantastic match.
1: I'm glad we got it. I'm glad we got that match. It's fine. Craig's frozen again.
0: Yeah, I caught it. I just realized I that, it. too. Okay. Well, and I his house still- just lost
1: power, so that's okay. We'll power that. And we're going to keep his picture smile.
0: right there. We'll just keep it going. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so Craig's because starinated. of that, Yoko has to defend his title twice. A coin flip determined who would face Yoko uh, first, and that was going to be Luger. Uh, Luger obviously does not um, come up uh, with the title there. Yeah. Um, And what the heck happened to my notes? Everything jumped around. Give me a second. He would. uh, Um, Mr.
1: Perfect was a special guest referee, and he kind of came back as a face. But yeah, at the end of this match, like Luger was cleanly like beating Yoko. And then you could tell Perfect didn't want to count three. And then Luger went and like pushed him like to be like, dude, what's up, man? Why aren't you counting three? And then perfect looked at his shirt like, did you just touch a referee? And he rang the bell. And then so it was supposed to set up a Luger and Perfect feud from WrestleMania nine were Luger as a narcissist. By the way, that match was no good perfect.
0: anyway. That was oil right. and Water.
1: Right. So, um, uh, so that, they were supposed to play that, but I don't know. I don't know why Henning never came back here at this point. I think he was supposed to, and you can argue the
0: contract or the back. Yeah. It's one of the some,
1: something happened to where like, it never ended up happening. So unfortunately this angle went nowhere. The whole uh, Mr. Perfect turning on Luger kind of thing, but yeah, Luger, really,
0: Luger really that. got the short end of the stick on this whole like year run for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, You know, so uh, in in that main event, Bret Hart would defeat Yokozuna to win his second WWF championship. Little side note, we've talked about it in uh, in in Bret's histories as well. Uh, That's when Brother Owen comes up because he defeated Bret at WrestleMania 10 in the opener and says, I just beat that guy. And that guy is now the champion. It's funny
1: because, like, I've always critiqued Bret, you know, in his first title run. And unfortunately, it ended like shit, you know, like Yoko should have cleanly beat him at WrestleMania nine. Hulk should not have fucking interfered. You know, it's like a whole thing. And uh, but they did it right for WrestleMania 10. They kind of just reset everything and said, you know what? This is going to be Brett's moment. And it was awesome. And like it was a really good match. Yoko wrestled twice that night. Not short matches either. Like he put in his work. Yoko was awesome like this night and. Brett nah, was uh, really you know, It was awesome that Brett went over The place went crazy Everybody celebrated with Brett So this ended This was Yoko's last Heavyweight championship reign By the way He was still going to go on He still had some career left But yeah, this was it so
4: start was moving. A main event
1: this Wait a minute He's losing his balance He just lost his
4: balance On the road What? He hit his head One, Two, three. No! No! We have a new champion No way! Brett no hurt. way! Somehow
0: Absolutely. But after dropping the belt, Yokozuna's main event status began to fade away. He briefly tagged with Crush, uh, another Mr. Fuji charge. In 1994, on a Monday Night Raw episode, Yokozuna was challenged by Earthquake to an actual sumo match. And Earthquake actually beat Yokozuna in that match. By the way, uh, a side note there, um, Earthquake, Tenta, actually did legit do sumo. Yoko work. And and was a badass. And
1: will fuck you up.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, also yeah. in our archives, wrestling getting real, where, where Tenta was getting stiff by uh, by a couple people in Japan. I was like, Tenta's one move away from like messing these guys up. Uh, yeah. he could legitly hurt you. Um, you you tend to forget about how good Earthquake was, John Tenta, and you don't realize that John Tenta had had quite a quite a bit of moxie in there. He could go with a lot of people, like 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 good shit go. And uh, to see that, I don't. I think again, we take that for granted. But Tenta would have beaten Yoko in an actual sumo match because he had the experience. He he understood how to throw his weight around. Um, John Tenta doesn't get enough fight man. That guy, right? That guy was yeah. was pretty good. Was pretty good. Uh, pretty good athlete. So um, this continued for the rest of the year till Yokozuna had to face the face the man that um, he tried to destroy. The Undertaker. They wrestled at Survivor this Series in November happens. of '94. In that casket match, zuna tried to bring several heels out of the locker room. To have that repeat earlier in the year. But goddamn Chuck Norris stood in the aisle and round kicked any heel who dared to try to interfere. This allowed Taker to stuff Yoko in the casket. This is when the casket was, you know, obviously we knew it was big enough. Yeah. And Yoko would finish the year doing house shows and then take some time off. Why was he taking time off? Jess, was he hurt or was what uh, was going on? It was it was, was a, a little, a little bit of
1: weight loss. I think they wanted him to try to rehab. him. Oh, that's the right. Yep. Yeah. They
0: said you're getting too big. He was over six hundred pounds at this point. Yeah. By the way, what what kind of what kind of diet and regimen are you, are you are you pulling to gain that kind of weight? Honestly, Sprite I chicken.
1: think oh you know, yeah, he was just eating carbs like a madman. He didn't care. Like, yeah, he, he just had to be putting down like literally like eating a chicken. He'd eat a whole chicken. Like he would eat, you know. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, he had a he, he's stuffing himself. So There's
2: nice. stories of Undertaker if, inviting him t- to a barbecue. Undertaker inviting him to a barbecue and cooking because he knew he liked turkey tails, which are like the asses of turkeys. And Undertaker barbecued like apparently forty for him. Yokozuna ate forty turkey asses at an Undertaker's party. And then there was that 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 also like sushi restaurant
3: um, it, yeah. uh, video with uh, with Fuji, too, where he ate like he was like Andre plates Giant. and plates and, and legendary plates. drinking, but legendary eating.
1: So also too, yeah. uh, Craig spoke on an earlier, the Undertaker interview with Corey Graves, and uh, they told a really funny story. Undertaker did. And uh, so when he would wrestle Yoko on house shows, uh, he was like, so what I would do to piss Yoko off and blow him up was he would hit me and I would bump and backflip as far away from his him as I could get, <laughs> and so then Yoko had to walk over to me and get me <laughs> and punch me. When he punched me again, I would oversell and roll all the way back on the opposite. No. So he's like, "I'm having Yoko ping pong and walk me." So Yoko would be out of breath, going like, "You old dead man! You want a joke? Dead man! You want a joke? You want a joke?" And so Yoko's uh, Undertaker's like, "Yeah, I'm laughing at this point, and I'm just doing it over and over again." He's getting blown up and pissed off, so he's like, "At the end, when he gave me the bonsai splash, he he would do. He's all there's two ways you could do." it you can land on your feet to do the blow or kick your heels out he was like when I would fuck with him Guess what he did? He kicked his fucking heels out. And he's like, he's on me and I can't breathe. And he's like, oh, how funny is it now, dead man? You want to joke now, dead man? Oh, it's I'm so funny. I'm too tired dead to wake to get up. Yeah. So like Undertaker oh. was like, I this was like my favorite memories of him. I was like, he was funny and he was joking around and he was like, he, he didn't panic. He was winded, but he was pissed. He gave me my receipt and I would laugh in the back afterwards going, hey, he fucking sat on me like, he sat on me for real. And he would always whisper to him, he's like, oh, how, how funny is it now, dead man? You want to get up now, dead man? Like, so funny. Like so Wow. I just, it's
0: a great story. That's fantastic. I love it. So, teaming up with Owen Hart and Churning Face. In March of 95, yeah, yeah. Owen Hart began promising he would have a great tag team partner to face off against the smoking guns, Billy and Bart, <laughs> at WrestleMania <laughs> <laughs> for the WWF Tag Team Championships. That, that's a forgotten tag team, and for good reason. At the event, Yoko, now weighing at 641 pounds, was revealed as Owen's partner, and they defeated the Smoking Guns to win those said Tag Team Championships. Their reign lasted six months before losing them back to the Guns on Raw of September 25th of 1995.
1: I remember this. I mean, the place went nuts for Yoko when he came out and uh, and I remember Owen beating him and the crowd popped huge and he was so happy like Owen was he was jumping around he's he jumping Yo- around Yo- yeah he jumped in Yoko's that. arms and all that stuff like that yeah, was really it was a cool fun moment and they were a really fun time no <laughs> <laughs> go go just fun.
3: Saw him live. Right? Yeah, we they, saw him live they in the Wurston.
0: Yeah. Yeah, really? Luke, Luger and the Bulldog during this time? Owen yeah. And Yoko, yeah. Yeah. Yoko, now weighing at 660 pounds. He lost a pound, Jess. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Had little success in 1996. At the beginning of 96, Cornette had acquired Vader to join their stable. In storyline, Yokozuna felt Cornette was trying to push Yoko out. He eventually pulled away from Jim and turned face. He even spoke in English during promos which he had never done before. Even Mr. Fuji came to the ring with him, waving the American flag. That's just fucking backwards. Um, His only noteworthy match uh, as a face came at WrestleMania 12 in a six-man tag match. Owen Hart, Davey Boy Smith, and Vader defeated Jake Roberts, Ahmad Johnson, Ahmed Johnson, excuse me, and Yoko in the opening bout. It's not yeah. much to say there, right? No, not really. <laughs> On Monday That's Night cool. Raw, of April 8th, the 96, Vader attacked Yokozuna and continuously Vader splashed Yoko's leg. As a result, his leg was broken in kayfabe and he was taken out of the arena, not on a stretcher, but on a forklift. Look of concern on everybody's face here at ringside. They had to lift Yokozuna to remove him from ringside, if believe it or not, on a foreflip, they couldn't get that 650 pounds up on the gurney, and you can see the intense pain in Yokozuna's face. The split has been applied to his leg. I mean, I'm not even a doctor, and I can tell you something snapped. I don't know if it's a medial collateral ligament or what, but something has snapped. McMahon is up in the ring, but that's not (laughs) that. I mean, behind the curtain, it was to mirror all those. uh, At the
1: time, a lot of videos were coming out. You know, when like people, heavy people, would be taken out to the ambulance, they would have to knock the walls out. I'm I'm being serious. Well, when did when did
0: Gilbert Grape come out? I mean, this is about the same time,
1: right? And like, so I think Vince wanted to play on that, going, he's so big. It's like those videos where they have to knock the walls out because. Some fat, depressed person, sorry, I don't mean that to be rude, but they would go in a room and never come out, literally pee in jars and gain weight, and then they could not fit out the fucking doorway of their room. So if something medical happened to them, they would have to, paramedics would have to come in, punch the walls down, the drywall down, to make a bigger thing and take them out that way. So Vince is like, "Ah, what about we uh, mock his fatness and take him out on a forklift? (laughs) Like the spectacle
2: so that's what they did they literally was it mocking though but i I didn't see it but like i when when i heard that when i heard dave said that i was like i don't think a stretcher could take him out at 660 pounds you're
1: right right on that but they did they put him on a wooden pallet and then they lifted the forklift so they were kind of being dicks about it though you're right i mean like it it I, i just feel because i don't know vince personally but we know vince's thought pattern that vince is like what if we do
0: we yes. mock him because yes. he's gaining weight. He's a we like like lightweight it. Vader. Not, he Vince loves cruel like shit. Him. Vince yeah.
1: has always loved cruel shit. Yeah, to to heavy people, it's like Adrian Adonis. And, like, he's mm. done things to people who has gained too much weight. He liked Okazuna at a nice 490, but when you're 661, fucking you're way too fat. And so I'm going to do shit to kind of tell you. And i, I you know what? Which, looking back, is trying to save This his is life, actually right? why it happened. Like, yeah. yeah. His
0: weight had become a concern. He was written yeah. off TV. So they didn't go to a rehab Maybe. center.
1: Yes. Now, Yeah. That, so I in mean, real life, it was so he could go to a rehab center and lose some weight.
0: Oh. Yeah. But on May 26th of 96, Yoko would return to Face Vader. After two months,
1: made. by the way. After two months, that was enough weight. And let's bring him back. So that's why I fucking That's the thing.
2: That's why it's disingenuous, is like it, yeah. two months. Like 660? Good. good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. Well, pal, where's, where's, I need yeah, you. Where,
0: where, where do you take the weight loss and say and that's good? You know? Oh,
1: 650. The thing about oh, Yoko is 650? like. 650? Well, wow. Where <laughs> you been, Slim? Come on. Face finger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, you a cruiser,
0: right? We got to throw a mascara. Yeah. call
1: you. <laughs> 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 You're a rail. <laughs> oh, but, shit.
0: Like. Yo, like- Come on! Yeah, and I mean this whole this whole pay per view is a dumpster fire because the entire power goes out during a storm. <laughs> they had to wrestle over a spotlight powered by a generator that no one can see, whether it was a pay per view or in or in the actual house itself. Uh, by the way, the, the entire pay per view is pretty much cut off. Um, two days later, on May twenty eighth of 96th, the company would have a second event from the same arena, having all the matches that were in the dark a couple of days before. This included Yoko Invader. This time Vader would actually defeat Yokozuna uh, Where in the past that didn't happen um, In August of 96 At the SummerSlam pay-per-view Steve Austin would defeat Yokozuna uh, In a free-for-all match Before the pay-per-view even went live Yoko <laughs> went to climb the ropes To deliver a bonsai drop But the top rope broke causing him Cause to fat. fall back. Go on <laughs> oh, gosh. And it, fall back on it, his head and get pinned by Austin
2: This is what I was trying to say earlier You're not like, jumping on me Yeah it with the thing with Yoko is like, I'm a guy I'm two, I weigh 241 pound for 245, 245 pounds now, <laughs> but I've been 200, almost 290. And that matter of the difference of 40 pounds on a human being, like how you feel right is incredible. He's it's like how 100. you walk. It's your yeah. energy level. Yep. So if you're Yoko and you're doing what you do in the ring and he had good cardio For tops 20 minutes a night, but he still traveled all day and he still ate like shit and he still had that like um, that schedule of a wrestler. Like it must be unbelievable for him to like I can't imagine what that dude felt like from five to six or four fifty to 550 it's or insane sleep
1: on hotel beds or you know what i mean like i <laughs> an don't know yeah we, well that's what i mean like yeah, andre was, was big overall and you know that's he so gained weight yeah I mean, And was so obese yeah. like yeah
2: yeah and yeah. if your only addiction is food if that was his deal and they encouraged him to be fat he's a yokozuna the entire time well and it's then, and hard to get, get your mental yeah. state when he well, crosses a certain
1: weight, he's like, that's too fat. It's like, well, what do you want? Yeah, like, what the I fuck? Be, I just, yeah, three I years that I got guy fat. Guy, not fat, fat. You're going to be that, so fat <laughs> when you go to, yeah. When no. you go to do your finisher, you're going to break the top rope. You're so fat. I, I, like, I hate, like, I hate, like, to, I hate okay? to be that guy, but it you guys, you guys do watch
0: the NFL on Sundays, right? Maybe left. That's yeah. the same shit. All yes, those exactly. Linemen, you're exactly right. That's what I'm saying. Like, linemen, when they retire, have to lose that weight and can't. And, well, somebody, well and, and even then, it's like, yeah, you have to. If you take off too much weight, you're gone. But then right. you yeah. put on too much weight, you're gone. You have yeah. to get that nice 300, 320 hundred twenty pound threshold as an offensive lineman. You
1: got to still be uh, agile, or, yeah,
0: yeah, and still and still be athletic. Still work. Uh, I, I think it's one of the. If you want to shit on this, you could shit on that too. It's the same same issue. So yeah, good point. Yeah, um, no, it is. It absolutely. It's it's tough, man. Like that was his happening job. Now. But, it's happening today. You know. Yeah. So. Um, but I'll take that money. Shit, I'll take Yoko's <laughs> money and an offensive line of money in the NFL. I'll take it. You know, they work hard. Be a little fatty. They work you know, hard. All all right. Big fatty. So <laughs> the next night on Raw, Yoko oh,
3: faced
0: <laughs> WF World Championship sh- uh, champion Shawn Michaels for the title, teasing Turning Hill again. Despite using his size to bully the champion, Yoko lost the match to Michaels after taking sweet chin music. He is just <laughs> getting buried at this point. Yeah. He Yoko's, ate his foot, I guess, is actually what happened. Oh okay, I lost my foot. Yoko's final WWF appearance was oh, at Survivor Series of 96. He was barely in the match due to his size, making it, making it pretty hard for him to even get between the ropes. For a second time, Yoko went to his home in Los Angeles to lose weight through exercise and dieting. Despite dropping a reported 100 pounds, he still could not lose enough to satisfy the WWF officials. And was not medically cleared to wrestle in some states because of his physical condition. Yokozuno was unable to pass a physical requirement for, for professional wrestlers by the New York State Athletic Commission. Now here's what's interesting about that. If it was entertainment at this point, would he have been wrestling? Could he have died in the ring? I'm just asking a question for yeah. a friend. Maybe.
1: I mean, I, I I I know state athletic commissions don't really have a thing anymore, especially because
0: Vince is gone. Yeah, out but and they did here. This this, yeah. and this is right on the cusp where they got rid of it. This is where it became an I think Yoko soon, right?
1: knew. I think Yoko knew that like I don't want to lose weight. I don't think you realize you do realize you're getting bigger. But even at four ninety, he was big, right? Yoko's been big yeah, forever. Yeah,
3: yeah. He was huge. And, right. and
1: as, as he got older and he gained more weight, I think he was just like, well, I'm big, right? Like, I don't. Yeah. 490, six I did this last like, year. I can do it this
0: year. Yeah. I, as, I'm the, the same question. guy. If Yoko had gotten below 400 pounds, what's the attraction anymore?
3: Yeah. He wouldn't. That's that, yeah. And that sounds shitty right. to say. Yeah. But he no, came that's, in at 500 pounds. Was, yeah. He was He's a 600
0: pounds. Yeah.
3: That was part of the aura. What you do
0: there? You're kind of stuck. Yeah. You know, I I, don't know. It's, it's, It's. It is a weird place to be and he's probably like I I just lost 100 pounds and you still want to wrestle? Well, fuck you then. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of don't blame him for that. So so after his career ended, he performed for various independent promotions. In 98 he wrestled for Maryland Championship Wrestling. I didn't even know that existed. And sure. The last M- major time at was at over 1999 Heroes of Wrestling Pay-Per-View at an estimated 700 pounds. He had not only gained the weight back he had lost, but admitted he was intentionally getting bigger with a goal weight between 850 to 900 pounds. So he would set a new record for the heaviest professional wrestler ever. Who was the heaviest, by the way? I don't even know. I hey don't Stacks. know either. I want to say Haystacks. You would Stacks think I'm doing the boost. Haystacks? Oh, that's
1: yeah. right. He was. Yeah. Well, Haystacks was like the British pounds. But, uh, gotcha. No, that was, uh, yeah. um, and he was tall. Uh, fuck.
2: That was in my head, too. I was like, I heard Giant Haystacks, and I was like, no, it's it, there's someone else. It's Haystack a, Calhoun. He was a Loch like Monster yeah. in
1: WCW, and I can't remember what his name yeah. is.
2: Um, that, he that, was Giant Haystacks in Britain, like the Big yes. Daddy era. Yeah. Uh, that big
0: fat yeah, guy, yeah, but yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at that pay-per-view event, Yoko was scheduled to take on King Kong Bunny in one of the event's two featured matches. Shit. However, Jake Roberts, who was scheduled to face Jim Heinehart in the Roberts and Nightheart in a man. Jesus.
2: Jake the Snake and Jim Nighthart in, yeah. in an ending. Um, you know they, are,
0: they came into the ring for his match intoxicated and in no condition <laughs> to wrestle. I think I read about what? that. The promoters made a last minute change and ordered Yoko to team with Roberts against Bundy and Nightheart, and Yoko Zuna's team's loss. So basically, Roberts on the outside of the ring can't go.
1: Yeah,
2: you're super and Yoko
0: Yoko's working the entire time.
2: Wait, so they were deemed too intoxicated, so they... They then put them in a tag match. So yeah, there was, there was yeah. two
1: separate main events. It was Roberts and fucking Yeah, yeah. Roberts and Nighthard, and so they Yoko never went and... out and had the match. Yeah,
0: this was all before. So, so okay. instead, instead of kicking Roberts, Jake how, was so drunk in the, the back, they're, like just
1: making a tag match and cover up for his drunkenness, basically is what they did.
0: Yeah, and Yoko lost again. So on, t- and I'm not only losing, Yoko actually loses his life on October twenty third, two thousand. Yoko died from pulmonary edema in his room at the Moat House Hotel in Liverpool while on an independent wrestling tour of Europe. At the time, it was widely reported that he died of heart failure or a heart attack, but this was later to be found incorrect due to his lungs showing severe signs of blockage due to fluid. His weight at the time was 580 pounds. Well, and so I want to comment on that right now because
1: that seems like you lost a lot of weight. Obviously, I think the weights I was quoting before wrestling has a tendency to exaggerate, exaggerate heights and weights. You know, I don't know. Look, I I don't think Yoko ever hit 700. I think that almost 600 pounds is enough. And I think that his his height, I I just like that. I think they wanted to keep inflating him. I don't, real, I, weights, I don't
0: know how real those ways. I don't know how
1: real I don't know real that statement was about him wanting to be 850 or 900. I don't know how real that was. Right.
2: Who knows um, if he ever was 600 pounds, like to your point I, like, Well, I think he probably You just was. don't know.
1: I think he wasn't his I think worst. He was right there, but yeah. you're right Craig. I think he wasn't. But when in WWF when they were hyping him as 600 pounds, I don't know if he was quite then. 500's enough, folks. Uh, let me be clear no, on no, no. that. Yeah. But yeah, over With, with yeah. the way they exaggerated his weight over the years, I think when you look at at the time of his death, he was 580. Maybe he was in the middle of trying to lose it. And it just got to the point of, you know, him, the, him. His, his lungs filling up with fluid from all the inflammation. He's his just going to die, like, right? Like his heart's stressing. His lungs can't take it. Uh, You know, I, man, um, I love pro wrestling and I love. Uh, if I say I hate Kevin Sullivan or whatever, I, I've never been in the business, right? And I've never—I hate the way he wrestles, and I do. That's the true statement. But like, I respect everybody that's taking it seriously and putting their lives on the line. This guy was an obese guy that every promoter wanted to base his gimmick off that. And let me read this. I—I uh, I, I might get emotional. Um Ooh. He died at the Moat House Hotel. Yeah. In Liverpool. Come on, man. WWF World Heavyweight Champion was in the ring with Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Sean Michaels, Uh Stone Cold. Um, you know, uh, Undertaker. Undertaker uh, you know, Jim Cornette was his manager. Uh, partners with Owen Hart. Do I have to go on? I- I- Vader, he fought. Yeah. <laughs> he died at the Moat House Hotel in Liverpool. God, man. You know, like, it makes me sad. Really does. Like... He was huge. And, and, you know, in his mind, he's like, dude, like, that's what I am. Right. I've been big my whole life. And, and of course, I'm not. I know I shit on Vince a little bit, you know, whatever. But it is what it is. Right. Vince, it was big. Vince is going to make money with this guy. It's just so sad. They died overseas away from his family at, at five to six hundred pounds. Whatever you want to say is the real weight in yeah. the Moat House Hotel in Liverpool. I don't care if that's the nicest hotel ever. And the name just sounds rancid. Right. Like, is there like motel fuck, six? man, come
0: on. Yeah. It, it, it sounds bad. It sounds, it sounds about the same.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it sounds like an old boat that they just fucking made a hotel. Like that's on the moat, you know, or whatever on the, the river. It's like, come yeah. but
2: Yokozuna is staying in any motel.
1: Like, like yeah, it makes He doesn't sad. fit
2: in anything. Like Andre, like every day was a grind for him. Every yeah. day was a challenge. Like every bed every motel that was never anything bigger. Like we haven't even said it like congrats to us. We're respecting him. All the, the stories we heard about him breaking toilets, right? right yes. It was all yeah. like fun to kind of say and joke back then, but like live it's a not day not in not that not dude's not alive, life, like
1: yeah. on You're the a road grown like- man <laughs> and you go to take a shit. First of all, your ass encompasses the toilet. I am not making a joke. It think about your toilet at home and think about the fact that his genetics, he had more weight in his thighs and ass, right? Like and sitting on a toilet, how did he shit? Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I have I have
2: a nice tight ass. I shit on my hand every day. <laughs> I nice bunch it up ass? and then I but I and I wipe front to back, but and I still get a little bit like yeah. on the, on my thumbs I gotta get like, in like, a am I frog position. What are we doing right now? What
1: am I hearing right now? What well, is- I gotta get I gotta get in a frog position sometimes <laughs> and wipe my ass with the with the wipes, right? Like, you like, the I make sure it's clean, Dave you bullshit dave but it's not like, 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 like you don't get shit on your hand at 44 days it i'm happens. talking about but but think about it go on the other end six five to six hundred pounds genetically yeah. you know how big his thighs and his ass we're, were still I'm being
0: not, we're still not having a moment anymore
1: how the fuck can he sit on a toilet <laughs> think about him sitting on a toilet of course somehow yeah. you know and like like you said like You know, people laughed about it. Oh, I'll tell you one time, Rodney, he broke the toilet. That's a fucking tragedy. Like, just him breaking the toilet. It's like, really? Like, that's a human being that was just sitting down to take a poop. And he broke the toilet. I mean, think about that moment. It's funny to say that moment, right? Go, Oh, my God. But, like, think about him as a human being crashing to the ground with broken porcelain everywhere. Being like, yeah. I just broke a fucking toilet, like, and you know, then like, had to drive three hundred and
2: fifty miles to Bakersfield to make a right. Sunday hit
1: for a fucking yeah for six hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or whatever his yeah. fee was for the day,
2: so Mabel could fart on him,
1: yeah, like yeah, <laughs> so
0: uh, you Bundy and Duggan can be drunk or whatever, like, well, come on let's jump into the uh, the accomplishments and the the wrap up here. Uh, uh, Yoko was a member of the Inouye Wrestling family. Uh, I don't think this is ever been on the list because there's a lot of people, but Roman Reigns, Rikishi, Samu, Rosie, Manu, Maga, Rosie, and The Rock oh, were among his Rock. cousins. Yeah, just saying. All the Usos were his first cousins <laughs> once removed, and Alpha and Sika were his uncles. He also had two children, Justin and um, Uh I think we're even missing, we're missing Naya, right? In in this mix, there's I mean, there's a lot. She's a Is distant a,
1: cousin. She's a cousin to Roman, I yeah. think, or something like that.
0: Yeah. yeah so it kind of it kinda, yeah. still goes down the lineage. No, she's yeah, yeah, the, the Rock, oh, the Rock, the Rock, yeah. right.
1: the Rock, right.
0: So it's it's a it's a very impressive lineage, and when oh, you get no, into the accomplishments, Pro Wrestling Illustrated actually listed him as the most improved wrestler of the year. Nice, because you like Nia, big fan. Because no, I I big am. Fan. get it right.
3: The next, Yoko. <laughs>
0: PWI ranked him number five in the oh, 500 best single wrestlers in the PWI 500 in 1993, and his accolades in the WWE: he was a two-time WWF Tag Team Champion with Owen Hart, he was a two-time WWF World Champion, that. he won the Royal Rumble in 1993, and he became part of the WWE Hall of Fame, the class of 2012. So it took 12 years to to induct him after his death. A little less than 12 years. Yeah. Man, it's sad. It truly is. Yeah. It's 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 too fast. I mean, it's way too fast. And we we did a good try. We we did a good job covering it today. We put more than two an hour into it, and I'm, I think it deserves more. Um, Yoko put a lot of work in. When you start to think about um, the top the top faces of these generations years before they didn't put in the work like Yoko did. Yoko was working every night. Like we talked about And how, how difficult is that with the hotel stays and the drives? And on top of that, you are a 500 pound man minimum and making that happen. Yoko put it in and Yoko earned everything he got, you know? So I, I think, uh, I think he deserves a lot more respect than you, he gets. I think you can he say all the names. He's forgotten. forgotten. Yeah. He was top 34 monsters, you years can say- old when he died. Yeah, that's young. That's my age right now.
3: I mean,
1: yeah. he was in his I'm mid saying. to late twenties when he won his first world title. Yeah, and and he he defeated Hulk Hogan. He defeated Bret Hart.
0: How many he people could say, say that at that point? Price? Like, like but he hand was hand agile. Needle? He was yeah. agile as shit,
1: and he knew timing. He, of, he knew timing, like which is amazing. Like he was heavy. He would do standing kicks to your face. The leg drop was awesome. The belly to belly was awesome. The bonjai drop was a spectacle in itself. But I mean, he did all these other great impact moves, but he knew timing. He knew how to be heel. He knew when to cut the face off when they were getting super hot and fucking pop them real quick and bring the crowd back down. Yoko was so good. Especially in his twenties, you got to think about when he did this stuff. His late twenties, when he was in the his double- sweet chin music yeah. was
0: just as good as Michael's. Man, Come in on. the
1: he was in the WWF, the number one American promotion, Damn and man. won the world championship in his late twenties. Fucking amazing! And he died. If you had to, you know. <clears throat> if you had to
3: say, uh, if you had to do the whole uh, Mount Rushmore or your four horsemen of monsters, Andre, Vader, Brock, Yoko, those were the best built big monsters. Yoko
1: agree. is underrated. I don't think a lot of people he talk is. about him enough. And like That's yeah, why he should be up
0: there, though. I can't believe he has not been a part of our underrated episodes, actually. That's um, yeah, true. Dave, there's yeah, several
1: parts of those, Dave. Stop spoiling it for the
0: audience. Yeah, yeah we'll, get there. we'll get there. Fun fact, on the network, you go to um, Hall
2: of Fame, you scroll all the way down because the last WWF uh, WWE Hall of Famer on the network is Yokozuna. Yeah. So you click on him, you can read now his, his
1: bio. It's the her. very, very last one.
0: Have he he was here.
1: awesome. I'm glad we did this.
0: Yeah, no, very, very cool. I, you might even argue. I could be wrong at that point. Was he the youngest WWF champion?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe at the time. Because I know it, the time. Brock yeah. would do it later, and then Orton would do it after that. Exactly that six right. Six years
0: yeah. before he died. Yeah, So yeah.
1: He might have been, yeah. yeah. It, it,
2: it, people it need like to know more about Yoko. Like, they, yeah. he needs to be respected more. And I think He's we talked about it more. earlier, but it's very true. Like, you don't understand respect until you kind of saw him. In the moment and in the time that he was wrestling. He so. can make a
3: fan today that knows it's all scripted and like, oh it's fake, I don't believe it. You can go back and show a fan like that and show Yokozuna and they can be like, that that guy seems like a fucking scary monster that could, will Man. actually hurt you. And Especially against prelims, legit Jesus. Jesus. You show anyone, Yeah, you you show, that. That. yeah I the show the yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, in the world of prelims. Yeah, exactly, he yeah, had that aura, that Brock aura.
2: But then again, if you would have lost 300 pounds, like... There's no Same. reason he couldn't because he was all he was almost he was better than Rikishi. He was more yeah. uh, agile than Rikishi. Like, who knows what he could have been if he really wanted to be a skinny guy? Yeah, he was told to be a fat guy. His gimmick was being a fat guy, was being a sumo wrestler. Like, but he still respected himself to not uh, not not wear the leggings. Like, good for him, man. Like,
3: he made fat uh, guys feared at that time.
2: Yeah. To just as just as the image
0: says, short life, huge impact, impact.
3: Yeah.
2: That's completely
0: true. That's your okay, yeah. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP twenty nineteen. Click on Linktree, You can find us on several podcasts. Hit platforms, you up on
2: Instagram. Including stupid.
0: Apple, Spotify SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. And don't forget, we're also part of the Wrestle Hub family, all about wrestling podcast. Catch them at the Wrestle Hub on YouTube and Instagram. This is Dave Jess Cousin Craig with the OWP signing off. Have a Okay. <laughs> I should do that at the beginning. I wanted to do that at the beginning. I forgot. And stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>